0: If you have the opportunity to come to AHR uh, this year in Chicago, please do it, you know, make the effort because sometimes just seeing these guys on Instagram, whether we're cultivating a community of people together and, you know, supporting an idea like we did with uh, Ben at HVAC Tactical and really helped him to, to build that, you know, idea and what it is today. Our community is one where, you know, we all, I really believe care that everybody does well and everybody you know succeeds it elevates our techs it elevates the manufacturers of products like solder that come out and say okay we need to do a better job supporting these guys because they're smarter they work harder and they uh you know they need us to support them better <clears throat>
1: Hola, what's up, everybody? Welcome and welcome back to the Reliable HVACR podcast. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed, like, comment, you know, all that good stuff. If you guys are listening to this on the audio podcast, wherever you listen to it, please leave a review, uh, get this show out to more people. And if you guys are, are watching and listening, I truly appreciate it. We would not be here without you. Now, on that point, the first sponsor of the of the uh, podcast is Visa Logics. The future of remote uh, support is here now. With Visa Logics Tether It Now, you can actually see what the other person is seeing. You have ever had an issue where you're trying to help somebody over the phone, whether it's a tech of yours or a customer? You know, we try to avoid a lot of nuisance calls, right? and uh, you're trying to explain something over the phone, they don't understand you, you end up having to go there in person and it might be something like really dumb. With Tether It Now, you can actually take these video calls, no matter if they're on iPhone, Android, whatever device, because you send a link that they click on and it starts or initiates a video call. And then with their technology, you're able to take pictures, draw on the screen, tell them exactly where to look for this or that, or point to things, circle things, and show them exactly what you're talking about, or you can actually see what what the uh, issues I have. So with that, you can actually guide your tech through a uh, call, or you can actually tell the customer, "Let me see your breaker. Is it tripped? Is it off? You know, where is the power button? Where is is it plugged in? You know, all these little things that you could avoid because, like, a company like us, we're we're a little too busy. We we could be doing other calls versus going to turn a breaker back on for somebody that happens quite a bit often so uh, if you guys want to learn more on visa logics tether it now visit visalogics.com hvac and the next sponsor is my favorite crm jobber now with jobber we can do professional invoicing and quoting you know at its base but it has so many more features you can schedule which we use for reoccurring maintenance. So every six months, this thing will remind us, remind the customer. Uh, There's so much more you can do to message customers, set up reminders, set up scheduling. Um, You can do more with uh, checking in and out. You have price lists, you have tons and tons of features. If you guys need help uh, organizing your business and helping it run smoother, it's been night and day for us. We came from paper invoices. I looked at or into other softwares, and there's a lot of complaints on other ones. And one of the big ones is affordability. Now with Jobber, they have really great prices. I I promise you they have something for anybody starting and needs just the basics. And then as you grow, you can get into these um, much bigger plans and it grows with your business. So if you guys are interested in looking more professional, more being more organized, it helps me get these invoices and billing out much quicker. In turn, you know, we get paid quicker. So if you guys are interested, I can get you a free trial and discount if you go to getjobber.com slash reliable HVACR. And another sponsor of the channel now is Vito. Vito Pro Pack, hands down, my favorite tool bags. Now, you guys have seen me rock um, several, a whole bunch of Vito bags, and uh, I have nothing but good things to say. Uh, if you ever have any issues with them, they do have a five-year warranty, but the quality is there. That's You're going to hear me say that a lot about Vito Pro Pack, is the quality, the different kinds of bags, and the thought process that goes into each of these bags now that I've seen how, that, how they design them and, and the stuff they're... they're thinking of putting out all the new stuff that comes out like they really want to cover every aspect or every need of any technician across many different skill trades. whether you're a tech that carries a laptop you need a lot of uh, power tools or a lot of hand tools like they have a bag for you just some of the best bags i've ever had because i used to rip a lot of the other brands you see at the supply houses or that were there forever and now Vita pro pack um, second to none never had an issue go check them out all right. So now to get on with the show, we have an incredible guest uh on tonight. And one thing about this person and their company is they've been very positive, very supportive of everybody in the HVAC community. I remember talking to Lance Robinson um from Solderworld, even when I had like no followers or no subscribers, and he was very, very cool, very supportive, very uh engaged and, and just wanted to see he just wants to see everybody do better and uh, we'll talk about all that for any of you that are not familiar with solder weld themselves they have brazing rods round rods they have um, other rods for dissimilar metals they have an aluminum repair kit they have a flame resistant blanket that has magnets they have hot block which is a putty that's reusable um, they say for life, and that can help you uh, if you're brazing around sensitive valves or anything that you can cause damage if you overheat. So if you guys are interested in Solder Weld and finding out more about them, they do have a website which is solderweld.us. But now they've actually are partnered and powered by Subco. So if you guys are familiar with any Subco products, a lot of your supply houses should carry Subco um, or can order it. Uh, they're also on True Tech Tools. If you guys shop online at tools.com and you can find Lance mostly over on Instagram. So I'll leave, I, I believe they have a, they might have a YouTube channel too. I'll leave all that in the description, but if you guys go over on Instagram, you can follow them at solder weld HVAC. And I believe they also have at solder weld, which is just their entire company and the other one is like HVAC related here today we have Lance Robinson owner founder of solder weld which I think is a cool story because they deal a lot with automotive and HVAC so you're gonna hear about that you're gonna hear about his journey all that good stuff you already know how we do things here so without further ado enjoy the show Lance how are you man
0: I'm great. I'm great. Thank you, Adrian. I uh, appreciate you having me on the show.
1: Yeah, I've been wanting to have you on here for for a while now, and I'm glad that you took the time to to. Uh, I know you're a busy dude. I, I can imagine. So I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show and talk it up with me.
0: You know, I know everybody says that, and I, uh, you know, and I, I don't <laughs> know. Sometimes I go back to that, but I mean, half the time, you know, all these uh, techs out there are, uh, you know, techs and business owners for that matter. You know in the hvac industry you guys are uh, busy constantly you know you're out there you're you know you're working in the field and it's long days long nights you know on call all of that so i try not to uh i try not to say that i'm too busy all the time because <laughs> the reality is is that uh, yeah running a business and um, and doing everything that i've been doing is uh, time consuming but uh you know the real heroes if you will are the ones uh, like you guys out in the streets
1: yeah that, that's i i appreciate that and i i think that a lot of the guys that that use the product and get to know you because i i've had the pleasure of meeting you over at, at hr i appreciate the shout out at the uh the last award show that was really cool to get you know a uh, oh, little just... recognition yeah uh, with the other big youtubers and all that and uh that that's the cool part that you're very uh you're humble you're you're cool with everybody you give everybody their their due uh diligence and and respect and it goes both ways and that's that's a big deal that's what makes um a company like likable relatable you're not just out there trying to push product in their face you know all that stuff uh matters a lot man
0: how long have you uh how long has um uh your show been on on air Have, have you been doing the podcast give me a podcast
1: uh, since like February or March as far as like having a guest on.
0: All right. So to give you um, a little bit of an idea is, uh, you know, I get uh, a lot of these guys, you know, that you see out there. I mean, I've been around uh, on the social media circuit since 2000. And um, really 16. Yeah. Um, And 2016. I was helping guys get out there. You know, Mike Mayberry was one of the only guys really that we could talk about today that was actually was out there, you know, you know, with me. And there were a few others, but um, yeah, I mean, I was, I was propping guys up and, you know, really been behind the scenes, Adrian, for the most part, just helping, you know, guys, you know, like you, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, get out there and make more of an effort, make more of a presence and let a lot of people know about you, because what you do is difficult. What you do is, is, it's not easy. You're doing this on your own time. You're not being paid for it. You're not getting, uh, you know, reimbursed for the time spent <laughs> editing and producing, you know, these shows and things like that. So, you know, we, you know, we recognize that I recognize that. And I think it, uh, I think it's worth a shout out more often than not.
1: Yeah, and that's cool. And, there, and then that's a whole other like aspect of, of the social media stuff. Like there, there is a great community um, that like, like what you said with Mike Mayberry you and some people that have been on here longer than a lot of us right you guys kind of uh were on here and, and trying to help each other out and stuff and that community although there's bad apples here and there has sure. been uh great and growing like very quickly in the past few years as well oh, and yeah. it's great to see and yeah like the whole uh as far as like content creation podcasting all this stuff like it, it takes a few years or a couple of years for it to show any kind of payback. But um, it's great. I, I love having these conversations, getting to know you. And I, I do want to get to know about your company um, that you founded, which is solder world itself. Now solder world, everybody, obviously that watches this show and listens, they're in HVAC, HVAC related yeah. um, kind of work. But Sure. I don't think solder world started as an HVAC company originally, no. right? You guys were, was it automotive?
0: automotive? Automotive and, um, and I then took the uh, automotive side of it into off-road. Oh, and, okay. um, and it was at 2016 that I saw a, uh, a real interesting, um, link up with the HVAC industry, um, also plumbing and uh that opened up the door to all kinds of other stuff that i realized wasn't even you know wasn't even in my purview wasn't even in my uh you know my if you will um my realm of uh, of thinking of some of these products that are were so highly used in the automotive market could also be used in you know these other markets welding and things of that nature and so yeah, stuff um, that
1: translated over. So, like, what kind of yeah. products? What kind of products did you guys have in the automotive industry? Like, like when you started the business? Few, few products. Uh, few?
0: yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, Hot Block was one of them. So oh, okay. if we talk about Hot Block for just a second. Um, yeah. You could see the the transition between multiple markets, right? Hot Block is a heat absorption putty. You know, when do you need it? anytime you're turning on a torch right because <laughs> heat spreads and and so give you a good example is uh Pop lock jumped big time when um uh the ford uh introduced the f-150s that were all aluminum right oh, okay, so these, yeah. these panels right these panels were getting dented really easy and so you know going and you know taking them in guys were just they just well we can't fix aluminum <laughs> and I was like, well, "Absolutely, you can." And here's the product to do it. And by the way, this product Hot Block is also going to uh, help you from allowing warpage within that thin aluminum uh, panel. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's um, that's how alloy sol and alloy braze, which is our aluminum product, and we've had this product for you know a long time, um, solder well. Realized that if we just made a few tweaks to it, engineered it properly, and, you know, the metallurgic makeup behind it, that HVAC would uh, really jump on board with this. And that was, that was some foresight. And I'm not, I, I, by any means don't want to puff up my game by saying that I saw this ahead of time, but yeah. it's just like anything, things just keep coming around. Aluminum coils is nothing new to the industry, Adrian. I mean no it's like it's like when I first
1: when I first saw them I just immediately thought like my car radiator this that's what it looks like sure. yeah
0: yeah totally <laughs> and believe me and that's what these guys are using they're using the alloy saw on uh, radiators not even having to um um pull them off the uh, vehicles
1: oh okay yeah so uh that that and that's a big foresight in itself because the the everything is aluminum are going to that now because I was putting in uh, units. So I work on a lot of older equipment, put in a new uh, system six months ago or so. And that whole thing was aluminum inside uh, coil and outside coil. And this was a a commercial package unit. And I had never seen that before. And I was like, here we go. And then uh, a few months later, um, I guess somebody was working on um, this AC that we don't we don't service that area, but I guess when they were re- removing the panel, you could tell that they dropped it and it just yeah. like scraped across the aluminum. And then they're, they're going to need that repaired because um, that, that thing started leaking because it's an aluminum coil. And granted, you know, versus trying to with a commercial, you're, you you got to get a crane out there. You got to do all this um, extra plus, stuff. Plus the just, amount of money? E- even just for a coil or anything, because you got to be careful with those. Yeah, the amount of money that you got to get approved and uh, and and all that, like, versus trying to repair it. That's why I'm always trying to do repairs uh, versus replace. And then this is just another yeah. uh, another option, another uh, tool in my arsenal to be able to patch uh, aluminum. So it's it's really cool that that came from the automotive section. And then you yeah, kind of like that you
0: say that. Yeah, I appreciate it. It uh, another tool in your arsenal. I mean, you think about that, uh, you know, if you're, if you're, um, you know, out running around on your quad, your ATV, your motorcycle, your, you know, your side by side, and you're out just messing around, a lot of HVAC guys own these things, you know, and they, you know, they go hunting, they go fishing, they, you know, they're doing, you know, whatever, and they're out there in the middle of nowhere. And let's say you run a branch through your oil cooler or an oil pan or uh you know a radiator and what do you do you know you try and limp back it you can't you're stuck so to have that you know the new kit that we introduced a, a few years back the off-road repair kit to be able to have that on on your vehicle is just another tool in your arsenal
1: yeah, and I, I'm like that. I, I like to have tools and, and stuff that I would Who think doesn't? can have. Yeah, like that stuff lives in like my vehicles, my trucks. Like even if it's not my work uh, vehicle, yeah. Like just in case, because I've been I've been there too. Like when my car breaks down on the side of the road, and I'm like, all right, let me get my tools and me, yeah, uh, get it going and get back to the to the house or wherever we're at. But yeah, man, that that, that that's really neat. And and like you mentioned, the off road kit, that that's a good idea too. And having all these. Like you said it just it translate translated over because we were shifting to aluminum so that's really cool yeah um is that what is that what well your oldest products then would be like the hot block the aluminum um mm -hmm. repair stuff
0: yeah and uh and one other (laughs) is uh the uh, multi-sol and it's uh, a multi-metal solder oh that's Um, right it's in the red label with a uh with the liquid flux. And this is one of the, um, one of our oldest products because it was so prevalent in the classic car restoration market for us. Mm. Um, these guys were able to use this because it even bonds to lead without melting the lead. And so. This was something huge for classic car restoration guys because they can do these fixes and they can then polish it out or you know jewelry. It uh, is big for ju- jewelers um, mm-hmm. as well as gunsmiths use it quite a bit, uh, and it because uh, it's, it's a phenomenal product and it flows at 350 degrees, which is super low temperature. Um, yeah. you know you would use you know your little creme brulee torch, your micro torch to be able to flow this. And so it was unheard of out there and, and guys were just eating it up because, you know, before that, you know, you had, um, you know, products, you know, like hot block that had asbestos in it. Well, that was no good. You couldn't use those. So when hot block came around, these guys were eating it up. I mean, not literally eating it, but you know, so on. Yeah, And, um, and then multi and, uh, and alloy sol just, uh, just were a hit. And to kind of give you a little bit of an idea, I mean, a lot of, you know, a lot of guys don't really know this because of the social media side of Soderwald, um, you know, I've, 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 I hit it hard. I really went out there and I really made, a, uh, made a, a splash having social media and helped a lot of guys get their account set up and a lot of guys get out there and telling a lot of them about it. Yeah. Well, a lot of how I, di- I was running the automotive game was B2B, business to business, right? Mm-hmm. I was out knocking on doors constantly. Every state, yeah, I feel
1: like I feel like that's how all uh, good businesses or ones that stay in business started, right? You you go door to door, you meet people in person, you you build those relationships and all that.
0: Yeah, well, that also it also helped to grow the social media side too, because mm-hmm. a lot of you know I'm sitting there and I'm training, you know, a bunch of guys in an automotive garage, and then there's an HVAC shop across the street from it. I walk over there after I'm done, I just made a sale at the automotive. You know store and then i walk over to the the uh, hvac guys and uh and i said hey um you know introduce myself and i said do you think that uh, your guys your techs would be interested in an aluminum coil repair training and like these owners immediately and and managers were like oh what who's do like, who are you? Yeah, yeah. let's Yeah, absolutely. Can you do it right now? Kind of thing? Or can you do it tomorrow morning? And, and so that's really it opened up the HVAC world to us because I saw something and, and believe me, Adrian, I'm going to tell you, it was difficult to get everybody in the industry on board with the fact that these manufacturers were moving to aluminum difficult. Um, I, I had no idea that I I'd get so much pushback. Uh, even at AHR, way back in the day, at Orlando and and Atlanta and Chicago and and then and then Vegas and so on. I mean, I was speaking at at uh, at uh, AHR events, and the rooms were just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was, you know, telling people, "You you may not believe it, but the manufacturers they're going to move to aluminum. Why?" And everybody's yeah. like i don't know aluminum sucks nobody knows how to fix it i said yeah you gotta you know you're gonna have to accept this at some point because aluminum is a lot cheaper than copper yep. and uh, and it's a lot of, you know it's very easy to work with in it and it uh, transfers heat phenomenally et cetera, and so on well that was a lot that was a long road but uh now now we all yeah
1: nobody nobody wants road. to believe it Nobody wants to believe it. Nobody wants to to deal with it. But it's a fact like we we have gone to aluminum Um, and like you said it it, in these businesses, these manufacturers, uh, one thing is on their mind. Like, how can we cut? Well, not cut costs, but how can we bring costs down? Aluminum, as as a matter of fact, is cheaper to make and uh, lighter and and it's easier for them to distribute. So now now you got to know, because I've had plenty and not, not to say that nothing happens to copper, right? We've, we, I've repaired plenty of copper leaks as well, cracks, all that. Sure. But on aluminum, it, it's kind of a, a new territory, a new a new thing to everybody. So you, you kind of get scared or you're like, oh, I don't know how to fix it. We're going to replace it. But uh, gra- grab yourself a kit, learn how to work on it. Um, it. And like you said, you went around and did the demo. The demo is one of the cool things that you do with the uh, the aluminum yeah. and the hot block. Mm-hmm. That was uh cool to see at the uh, AHR, and obviously they're <sighs> gonna jump at that jump at that because that is like free training for their techs, you know.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, half of the time it's just—I mean, you can imagine—you have thirty techs in a room, right? And you ask the question, "How many of you have ever fixed an aluminum tubing or aluminum coil before?" And you, nobody raises their hand. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe one of the older ones does he says yeah i tried but i made the problem worse so it just takes practice but i mean i'm and i think you know that you know more than anything is that i've got a lot of work in front of me even now even as you know as big as we've become we're still a small guy you know we're still the Mm -hmm. you know the if you will the coin phrase the david versus goliath we're still very small in the the scheme of things so i had to have a you know something that hit right something that that people could latch on to where the other guys weren't doing it oh yeah. they may have something like we have but you know to be able to fix aluminum and then go out there and show people how to do it that has been my focus and uh and it's done pretty well for us we're pretty yeah, excited the, about where it's going
1: and that's and that's what i remember is is just seeing you doing those demos um and that stood out that you were in all these supply houses, all these, uh, all these like conventions, like the HR one, and, and I'm yeah. sure you've done others, but, uh, that, that stands out and that's a really cool thing to do and, and have I people it. try it out with you too. Cause you have guy, you have the guys actually, um, trying to do the repairs themselves. At the demos too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: which is great. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. And you know what? We've had a lot of great influencers that always show up, You know, I mean, I just I mean, I've I've, I have i guess I pride myself on, you know, I don't really look at you as a influencer. I look at you more like a friend. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what can I do to scratch your back? You know, if I'm behind the scenes all the time, you know, what can I do to help you make your podcast better? What can I do to help you make your influencer stage more appropriate or better? You know, and if I can help out great because you know, I scratch your back; you scratch mine. It just happens, and uh, we've had some really great influencers throughout the years. That uh, you know, these guys have really represented our product phenomenally, and, and you know, I appreciate and it's,
1: that. It's and a lot, yeah, a lot of it's like just them willing, willingly doing that for you because they believe in the product as well. Because yeah. I'll be honest with you, like when I found out about world and I was like, okay, let me go give it a shot, right? I like that they were different. They were in those canisters because that's the one thing I hated about um, the other brand is I would always break them, the, the little plastic uh, container. Yeah, one time I caught myself in, at the supply house and the, there was a guy there. He's like, oh, you almost made a huge mess because I, I pulled it off the shelf and the cap came off and I like caught all the rods. And uh, I was like, that doesn't happen happen with the Solder World ones because they, you guys have that twist top. That's one of my favorite things. And then the fact that they're round <laughs> rods. Yeah, because...
0: Adrian, that's really cool, though. I mean, literally, it, that's really cool that you said that. Because that was kind of a, just a off-the-cuff thing. I didn't really... I, I just... But, like,
1: I don't understand it. Because the other one has been around so long. And I'm right. like, this is the dumbest... I'm, like, straight up, this is the dumbest thing ever. I break all the... Or I lose the caps or something. It breaks, whatever. Then I got rods everywhere. So when I, mean? when I saw that or the, the twist top on yours. I was like, genius.
0: <laughs> let me let me ask you a question. Okay. <clears throat> well, you would agree with me that presentation makes a big difference, right? Yeah. Okay? And so skimping on one aspect, because you want to, you know, raise your dollar, your profit margin up just a little bit. But skimping on that causes the inline tech to have problems. Or mm-hmm. wor- worst thing is They take that tube home, you know, or to their truck and (laughs) they go to reach out to, to, you know, to do some, you know, silphos burning and, uh, and the rods go everywhere. Well, guess what? Those rods are now contaminated and that's the one thing that has to be, has to be eliminated. So that was an easy fix on my part, but I just saw it the way you guys see it. If it's easier and it's going to save the rods and it's not going to make me have to spend time cleaning up then great twist top done.
1: Yeah. It's such a, like that's, a, that's the one of the things that got on my nerves. And what, like I said, when I saw it, I was like, okay, cool. Like I was going to try the the solder world ones out and everything. And then I got the whole canister. That case is really cool just to keep everything organized mm-hmm. as well. yeah uh, nice. And I know it's like to keep it dry and all that, or to help it. And uh, just little things like that is like, they add up like so many little things, eventually just add up it's it's a good presentation but it's also um useful right it's useful at the end of the day because that stuff stays sealed stays closed and it stays put because like exactly. i said i've i've broken so many of those other ones and i uh, lost the caps and and whatever it is and man what, um, what did
0: you think of the round rod you said something about that earlier
1: well i was gonna say like like i know everybody supports like you said on, on on social media but i think it's because they believe in the product i had that that experience as well like when i bought it i had to order it and i still can't it's still hard for me to get it in the in the supply house but uh i always make sure that i order it and when i first used it for some reason like it flowed much better and i, I know every, i know everybody says it flows like butter and i can agree with that And I'm used to doing a lot of repairs, like leak repairs, and u bend repairs and, and things like that, where it can be difficult to get that rod in there. And for one, it's easier to hold. And two, it just it was on the first try that I was getting all these patches done. And I was like, this is saving me time. It's making it easier. I'm in and out. That's what I care most about. You know, I
0: don't I don't often I don't often get to hear the success stories to, to be honest with you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you saying that because, um, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, it's like anything, you know, you're out on the job, you go the extra mile, you know, you do the extra work and then the customer doesn't say anything about it. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, it's nice to hear that once in a while. Cause you know, I, I am spending that. We are spending that extra time to try and make your guys' lives easier, better and more efficient. And so, you know, we're, you know, we're introducing new products and, uh, I don't know if you want to touch on the new products yet or anything, but we'll, you know, we can talk about that too. I just, I really enjoy, you know, designing and creating, you know, new stuff that's going to make your lives easier.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I I do have it here a a little bit later to talk about a couple of, of, uh, some of the products and anything else you want to mention. Um, but yeah, man, that's just, that's kind of what, made me a believer and 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 stuff like that was just it was making my job easier on different ends or different areas and um i i really try i have uh i have some old rods uh from the other company that have been sitting in my van for a while and like i said i can't get the the solder weld in the in the supply house yet but i always make sure that i restock and order them online because i just i'd rather not have to use those uh emergency rods is what i call them now (laughs)
0: that's great
1: um so did you grow up around the trades
0: um actually i mean perfectly honest with you my father was a dentist my mother was a hygienist oh okay yeah but you didn't go
1: down that dentist dent dentist route no
0: no way (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that uh there was no interest there at all. In fact, I like working with my hands a lot better. So um, okay. you know, that was that was that but I kind of, I kind of realized that, um, you know, growing up, I had a natural knack for presentation speaking. Okay. Um, and some companies hired me and before I before long, I was traveling the world, educating and training, you know, companies and individuals. Uh, You know how to change their lives and make their lives better so you know i my wife often likes to to you know laugh about it you know you remember the saturday night live um skit with chris farley before he passed yeah i live in a van down by the (laughs) river. you know i i I was in a sense a motivational you know presenter speaker okay and uh, so i've seen a lot i mean i've been to pretty much every big or relatively big city in the United States, you know, Canada, South America, uh, Europe. Um, I've been to um, you know, uh all into Eastern Asia as well as um, you know, um Thailand, you know, I mean anyway, lots and lots of places. uh,
1: uh, Yeah, lots of travel that I mean that's really cool. Lots of of travel. And uh, all that was was when you were doing that whole uh, speaker presentation uh-huh. uh, gig.
0: Yeah. So they, but I've always been, you know, around the the trades, and I have a lot of good friends that are in the trades, and you know, and it always um, interested me. Mainly, simply because my mind's just constantly going, Adrian. I'm just, you know, I just yeah, I don't and
1: sit. I like somebody else had mentioned that to me um, that they weren't around it, but like the way you're describing it is kind of how they were describing it. Um, working with their hands or or they like to do that i know you're like an outdoors person too and and the way your mind thinks or or races you were just like a a tradesperson at heart honestly oh
0: yeah yeah Yeah, plus i mean i've really i've really become very fond over the last 10 years really fond of the hvac industry um and something that i i realized that uh, is there's not enough disruptors in the hvac industry and you know yeah. what I mean by a disruptor, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, for the longest time, there were never any new products that hit the HVAC industry. None. They were just yeah. all the same things and you accepted what you had. So when I came along, I, I vowed I was going to disrupt the market by showing people that there were things out there that could make their lives better and introduce things to them that they had never had before or didn't realize. And then also go up against the the current products that were in my realm. Right, yeah. Um, that I could make better. Uh, Hot block was one of them because you, I mean, you, you probably remember uh, or or no thermo trap. You know the gels oh, yeah. and things, right? Or the spray gels. Yeah. Um, a lot of people still use that, and hey, that's okay if you're comfortable with that. I just thought it was messy. I thought it was a disaster. And the other thing was, is you can only use that bottle once, and then you're buying another bottle. And sometimes these guys are going through multiple bottles. A month
1: yeah and, and the whole hot block thing like like i know like you said some people like to use what what they're used to or some people just don't like to give it a shot but i started using putty like for all my valves for all the the sensitive things that i was going to be uh around or close enough to to where you're going to damage that or, or make them leak or, or whatever it is and uh it's just it's just a product that works because yeah it uh we I've used it so many times there is a little cleanup that you got to do afterwards but it's it's relatively easy and I've used or I've tried to use the sprays and all that other stuff and I just I feel like it doesn't even work sometimes
0: yeah well we I mean I'm uh, a third party I can't remember what influencer did this but they uh they did a, a YouTube video and put hop lock up against some of the other you know some oh of yeah the other, I think I- uh,
1: products. I've seen them. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, they put them up against each other and then they, they read the temperatures.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and listen, you know, and some of those that are out there, you know, some of, I guess you call them competition. I guess, you know what, this is a good time, Adrian. I really need to to say, people ask me all the time, oh, you know, oh, the competition. Oh, we shouldn't <laughs> say that. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to offend them or them. See the whole time that I've been in this industry, I definitely, have been trying to cultivate community. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: You know, even when you know Ben and I were sitting there talking about HVAC tactical and this idea that he had. And Ben just needed a push. And look at what he's look at what he's done today with HVAC Tactical Tactical. Yeah. So, you know, by breeding that community. Like, I don't see these other products as competition. There's enough room in the industry for all of us and everyone should be able to make some money. Everyone should have a, an awesome opportunity. I and mean, this is why, you know, I'm um, I, I work closely with TradeFox is because yeah. I think that, you know, give you a good example. I think guys like Robert Kraft coming out with the Jumper King, I think that that brainchild of his was awesome. I wouldn't have thought of it. But that was something that he came up with. And now he's doing very well, benefiting from introducing a product out there and allowing trade Fox to not only produce and create it, but get it out there on the shelves and out in front of everyone. And so that's why, of course, you know, I love working with them. And I love, um, you know, helping them um, to, you know, build and and grow that uh, type of mentality.
1: Yeah, and I've noticed that, you know, just talking to you and seeing how you work, you're You're not worried about competition. You're not trying to fight against them or anything like that. You're just, you got your own thing going on. You're supportive of everybody and, you know, you do your own thing.
0: But you remember AHR last year, right? Yeah. I ended up judging the um,
1: uh, RLS press competition. Oh, that's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, like, when when we're talking about tools and and, uh, options and arsenal and all that uh that's the same thing i tell people with the with the press tool i'm like i'm not gonna stop brazing right there there's always a there's always a a place and a time for each tool brazing tool uh torches or whatever and then the press tool it's just i like to have options so that that's how i work
0: well i mean you you've seen um you know guys like mike flynn and jeff dem You know, they you know, they've got all these uh, followers and they've just been able to really succeed in the social media game. And I love that. I just applaud them, you know, all the time. Um, And I consider them both very good friends of mine Um, and they press and I have no problem with it. But there are times when, like you said, Adrian, they have to braise. And uh, so when it's all said and done is that why are we put pawning everybody against each other or these companies yeah. against each other. When the reality is, is that we all can get along. We all can create a good community. Unlike some of these other communities out there, some of the Facebook, uh, you know, you know, trolls yeah. out
1: there, which, which, yeah. There. Which is interesting. Like how you mentioned um, that you, you came in and you try to disrupt things. And I feel like a lot of the the companies that are making a really good name for themselves are all relatively new in some form or yeah. fashion. And I, and I mean, like, in the past five to 10 years, right? There's you, there's Ben, there's a bunch of other ones. Um, sure. I know, like RLS, you mentioned, too, like, they're making, they're trying to make things different and make waves. And those are the companies that are doing really well right now is, is the ones that think, you know, how can we, well, for one, how can we help the techs yeah. and how and do uh, or make their jobs easier? And how can, how can we market how, in a
0: positive way?
1: Yeah. And how can we be different? You know, that's, that's yeah. all good things. Yeah. So then uh, you did that whole traveling and speaking gig. What made you want to start uh, Solderworld? Uh,
0: well, you know, I, what I really wanted was uh, to not be on the road anymore. And, um, and so I was doing, uh, you know, we're working with the family business. I was doing the SEMA show every year, the automo the huge automotive show in Vegas and um, you know, demoing and 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 doing our product, and it was just why. Anytime I went to one of these shows, it was wildly successful, and I realized you know this is something that I could fall back on. But our current business model isn't enough, and I was well, there. I was there was
1: off. there was a family automotive business, yeah. of some sort in the past, yeah,
0: yeah. So. And that uh, you know, in that business uh, you know did well, did well, but was uh, like I said, business to business. So it was constantly out, you know, getting new business, yeah. and then you know, and making the sale, and then they would reorder, you know, the reorder six months, a year, whatever you know. After they weren't consuming our product as fast as the HVAC industry consumes our product, and we didn't okay. have any of these new products in the line and so you know to be able to do that uh, family wanted to keep the business and uh, and i wanted to uh i wanted to to build and grow in a whole different direction i wanted to start working the hvac industry but i also wanted to you know get into the off off off-road industry the overlanding industry Mm -hmm. and and so in doing that, you know, we split ways and in 2016, solder weld was created.
1: So you started that on your own. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I've heard I you mean, talk. My wife was there supporting yeah. me all the way. <laughs> yeah. I think I heard you talk about it on, on, an, on another show and you had like, you're basically working out of your house, right? Garage. Yeah. Your garage. Yep.
0: Yeah. Produced, you know, did everything or, I mean, boxes and boxes of tubes, you know, filled every tube, labeled every tube, you know, was, uh, and, and packaged and shipped directly from my house for a long time, actually.
1: And that, that started out on, uh, catering to automotive, um, or yeah, or doing it, HVAC. It,
0: it was, it was mainly automotive and off-road. Yeah. And then I was just starting to really jump into the HVAC industry. So I was still out there selling to the automotive industry and then. Like I said, look, getting on my phone and looking up on, you know, Google, all the HVAC companies in that area. I, I'm in Denver, Colorado. How many HVAC companies are there? A lot. And so I'd go there and and these and I realized very quickly that I would do a demonstration on how to repair an aluminum coil. And then these guys would order, you know, a few thousand dollars worth of product. Where an automotive shop, you know, you know Garcia Automotive, with five decks. Guess what? They they'd order like a few hundred oh. dollars worth of product. Okay, you see yeah, what I mean? I mean, I mean yeah. it was a no brainer at that point that I realized these guys are consuming, and what do I need to do? I also need to add products that they're going to be using, which is how our silfos came into effect. Our zero five percent and fifteen percent silfos. And then, of course, your fifty-six percent silver solder—I mean, I, the the king of all silver—you know—is was an easy uh, transition to.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, um, very interesting that that you know all that started in like you said in your garage. I yeah. can imagine the the piles and piles of, of stuff you had to go through.
0: <laughs> yeah, my my wife got tired of me um, stuffing and labeling tubes on our kitchen table.
1: I realize yeah, man, that you, you, uh, I'll grow. So, oh. like, it, you got a good, or like you said, HVAC, um, you could t- tend to uh, sell more right. volume with HVAC. And I'm assuming that grew pretty quick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yet it was still very difficult for me because we are doing so well over the internet, right? Okay. And, um, I mean, I'm, and you know, this is for me to make the transition from an internet solely or physical based company to, um, a wholesale environment, such as all these parts houses across the U S uh, they don't want me to sell over, over my website. They don't want me to do, they want to be the only ones that do it. However, the problem yeah. with that is that that you basically Solderwell takes a major hit for a period of time while they start getting the product into the uh, shop. So that's why I went to Supco as I said, you know what Supco, uh, I, if Supco, NSI, if they can get my product out to the people, get it out in front of the techs, put it on all the, sh- the stores, you know, across the U S then, you know, the hit won't be so hard. And so, but that's still a work in progress as you know, uh, a lot yeah. of what, you know, what I rely on is, you know, guys like you, Adrian, that are already doing it, where you're going into your parts house and saying, when are you going to start carrying solder I want this and this and this, and, and eventually they will.
1: Yeah, man, I, I can imagine how hard it is because I've talked to other or others like John Pastorolo about about doing that, too, because he had to he had products that were similar to others. But, you know, getting into the into a supply house is not easy and it, it breaking habits, right? They, they they might have a brand that they carry or, or whatever it is. And then the tech, that's what they want because they're used to it and they don't even give anything else to try or, you they know, don't. I can imagine how difficult it, it was to, to kind of get or push for that. And yeah. uh, it, it's really cool that you partnered with subco. Um, was that something that they came to you for? Or did you did y'all work something out?
0: Yeah, they contacted me. I'm very interested in our product line. Okay, And so. um, I mean, it to, uh, you know, also rector seal. As well, I mean, I had uh, I had multiple offers, multiple um, suitors, if you will. Um, Subco just, you know, I was so impressed with um, with Subco and their business model and who they were, and that uh, you know, and that the um, that the president of the company was contacting me personally.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's really cool because uh, Subco essentially is is almost everywhere, so. Sure. If anybody is looking for Solder World, as long as you your supply house has uh, access to Subco, you can order your Solder World products and right. get them that way.
0: Yeah, thank you. That was a good plug right there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and then once you, once you did get into the HVAC uh, side of things, you said you. Ha- I know you said you had to tweak things and this and that, but you started coming out with um, other products. I know, like the the flame resistant blanket. Sure. has been a, a good one too and how do you guys do that process of like uh, what what should you bring to market especially in the hVAC industry once you got into that
0: um well let me I'm gonna actually uh, kind of let you in on a little bit of a secret here so all of all of our products are you know wake me up in the middle of the night thinking about this thinking about that and then boom the idea comes and I think I' um, this is brilliant right um, a flame resistant blanket that has magnets in it right and then that was actually um, you know the it was the first one of its kind no matter what I I get that but um, it you know it was hard to find the right material and I knew that other companies out there knew I was coming out with this and so I was trying to get to market really quick with it because guess what first person to market is going to you know succeed um maybe not over the long term with that initial product but they will get it out there and it'll get in front of people and it's a beautiful product and it was actually brian Orr that said i love it um put a slit down the the bottom half (laughs) so that people can wrap it around you know pipes and wrap it around you know areas and so this is this is this is brilliant with the the magnets Well, the flame resistant material, you know, wasn't flame proof. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, we did go through a period of time where people were, you know, hey, this thing burned a hole in it, you know, (laughs) and I put my torch right on it and it burned a hole. And I said, well, yeah, I know. Keep it three, four, five inches away uh, from it. I'm I'm guilty
1: of it. I'm guilty of it too. I got a hole in mine.
0: (laughs) And, you know, and then... um, uh, one of our friends in the industry, um, you know, was, came out, uh, at AHR last year and introduced their own and it's a beautiful product. Um, oh, so okay. we're, yeah, and we're very close to, uh, our second, uh, uh product that will replace the current flame resistant, uh, blanket, uh, with a, um, flame proof, uh, blanket that also has magnets in it and will be able to be bendable around, uh, oh,
1: okay. uh I was...
0: so it's going to be It'll be great. It, it's
1: exciting. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope you keep the magnets because I love anything with magnets on it. But uh, Believe yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty of burning a hole through mine, too. But like I know I, I know I did that and I was too close to it. But uh, more times than not, it's it's going to protect anything sure. behind it. Right. I, I sacrificed yeah. it a couple times just so I wouldn't burn the wires or the yeah. Uh, if you're outdoors you know there's dry grass everywhere too like there, there's a lot of uses for it uh even if you don't put it on a air handler or whatever it is that you're uh right. you know using it for right. with the magnets and the slit but right i i took that and i knew i sacrificed it but i was like you know what didn't any wires didn't start a fire we're all good <laughs> and i think
0: you know and i think as well using the putty along with it makes a big difference too
1: yeah i've seen i've seen that and. Uh, the, I'm still learning how to use a lot of these tools, like the like the hot block, because I was uh, trying to figure out something one time, and I can't remember if it was it was Robert Kraft or or somebody or or, or Matt Waxer. I know it was one of them. I was trying to figure out how to do a repair because like the 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 coil, like they were not going to have it for like a long time, and it was aluminum coil, but it was to copper pipe, uh, copper tubing. Sure. So I had a crack on the aluminum right next to the copper that went into it on the condenser. Nice. nice. I was like, "How the hell do I heat one without messing up the other one?" And they're like, "Just use some hot block." I was like, "I didn't think about that." I was like, "Okay." Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's a it's a cool I, way. Yeah, wouldn't be to to just You've
0: got a lot of guys that use it out there, and um, I mean, even you know, um, we did the. Of course, you remember we did the. Um, you know the competition uh we started mm-hmm. out with mike flynn and then we put hit you know we put his label on the hot block and that was a lot of fun and uh, we sold a lot of how units. did,
1: how did hey. you come up with that contest because <laughs> like that that's hey, that's a really cool thing that's going on now too
0: just like i said some you know i it was i woke <laughs> up in the middle of the night and i'm like willy wonka like what am i doing that's perfect right this is this is it like how cool would that be that guys are out looking for the golden ticket, you know, and then we got to make it really beneficial for them. So Matt Waxer, as you said, uh, won, you know, uh, last year we gave, um, you know, Mike Flynn, a great gift, you know, to show our appreciation. And then, um, you know, both of them got a, you know, their label on a hot block encased yeah. in glass, you know, and so on. Um, and Matt Waxer became the new face and we just finished out that campaign. And uh, actually, um, um, you probably uh, uh, know Louise out of Southern California. Uh, I, Louise- I had
1: just talked to him prior to him winning, uh-huh. and we we're talking. We we're we were just like talking about it because he he kept finding he found like a few of them. And he's like, if anybody's in this area, you know, come down and, and grab you one. Yeah, he
0: gave one to um, to H. <laughs> strong.
1: Yeah, he was Where like encouraging he was encouraging other guys to go and and, and get it and, and enter it. And then lo and behold, he wins the thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, is great. Good for him. Yeah. And I say, you know, I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better uh, promoter of our products too. I mean, Matt Waxer did a phenomenal job all year, promoting and pushing our product. And at the same time, here's, you know, Louise going out there. And he's like, I don't care if i win i love your product and yeah. i want to i want to be an ambassador for you know solder i'm like man you are a stud and and then <laughs> you know 10 15 20 other guys are out there doing the same thing and it just us pumps, yeah, and you like who, it feels good
1: who doesn't want their logo on a popular product like right? that it, yeah, it's right? really cool and it's beneficial to both of you uh, they're sure. going to get their their name out there and they're going to put your name out there like it's a really cool um give and take thing there were you know it's beneficial to both of you did he tell you tell what like, he won? i don't think so I, I haven't talked to him in a while
0: okay yeah no we, well we did something <laughs> different you know last year was all expense paid to hr right um oh yeah this year was um we're gonna fill your truck with uh truck stock uh trade fox and solder roll products so he's getting some of the coolest products on the market
1: oh that's true because now you guys are our partner with with sub I mean there there's Mm-hmm. there's so much cool things going on. And um, yeah, for anybody listening that that whole campaign is after does it start right after HR? Or how does or is there um, like a start date?
0: We'll see this year. We're, uh, <laughs> we're working with Subco on that one. We'll see, um, you know, where, where we're gonna go with this, uh, this year. Yeah. but it, uh, it has been a fun uh, campaign.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, you basically have to find the uh, special edition with the logo on it of whoever right. won previously. Right. And if you find it, you get entered in an awesome giveaway. So that's really cool. Definitely. And uh, speaking of, uh, well, that was going to be my next question was a contest, but that's that's a really cool thing. Um, the And then these demos, because you mentioned Matt Waxer, I know you have other people. Um, when you go to AHR, you actually invite a lot of these influencers, or as you say, friends to come to the booth with you. And, and they also do the demos and, and kind of help you out with the booth just because it's like a, it's like a fun time because I'm walking around and I'll make a lot of stops at the, at the solder booth, uh, just to hang out. Cause it's a, yeah. it's a well, little spot for everybody.
0: That was a lot of fun coming up with that uh, idea, uh, was I actually worked with it with, uh, um, um, the girl that does, helps me with social media. And I told her, I said, why don't we do like a baseball card that these guys can, can get, they can collect, you know, it's just something again, what it's the memories that we make, right? Adrian, you know, it's, it's that. And then I thought, And then here's the thing is not only we're going to do this, we're going to invite all these guys out there and we're going to feature their baseball card, feature their football card the next year, right? Feature their card and then tell everyone out there in the social media game, come check us out. I'm going to be here at this place. And that was not something that anybody was doing. It wasn't an influencer thing back then. And so all of a sudden, like you're coming to AHR, you know where the home base was, right? It was yeah. at the solder world booth. And we had the, you know, we had the cornhole set out there. And I mean, everybody would, you know, everybody was hanging out and people were just coming and they would, they would go out onto the AHR yeah. floor. And then they'd come back to the solder world booth and hang out there because they knew everybody kept coming back there. And so it was, again, community. It was that thing where all of a sudden everybody is coming together and saying, saying this is where we're going to meet. And then we'll go do what we want to do, but we'll always know we can meet here. That was yeah, actually the, a lot of fun coming up.
1: With that. And the, and that was a cool thing because even on like Vegas, this last uh, time was my first time, uh, the yeah. one in Vegas, and I just naturally gravitated to your all's booth too, because yeah. I was like, I, I went there, got to to see everybody, because everybody yeah. goes there, got to see you and Ben, and and hang out with you guys, and just felt. You know, like a cool spot to hang out at. So I thought that was that's cool. Fun.
0: Yeah, it was fun. And you know, I'm now, now I can't. Uh, you know, before, before I ever get a chance to contact any of, uh, any of my friends, any influencers, they've already been in scheduled with, you know, all these other companies now, and they're like, okay, well, we've got this guest appearance here. So it's really cool how that's taken off for all of them. I'm excited. Yeah, I was gonna,
1: I was gonna say now, now it's, it's, uh, more of them are doing it where they're having. Uh, like these little uh interactions or or special times and and things like things like that at other uh booths and stuff. So it's a yeah. really fun time, and uh, the solder world one is is where it's at though.
0: Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh,
1: and and speaking of your middle of the night ideas and stuff like that, um, I believe the rod saver is the one that you came up with, right? Yeah and uh i think i saw that it went up on true tech tools i need to go grab one but uh was that just another Maybe random you know, crazy like, idea
0: it's actually really cool i mean it, it it's really not that far off of um of uh you know like a um, a, a welding torch has a feeder mm-hmm. on it and feeds the wire through it
1: oh yeah it's
0: just, yep. a, it's just it was an offshoot of that and and yeah um it was interesting because you know um josh with trade fox we we were just talking about it and talking about it's like this is a brilliant idea we've got to we've really got to develop it and (laughs) and uh it's cool because now you can now you can just hold it in your hand and run the you know run the feed the wire through or pull it back and then when your wire you know or not wire your your rods get down to your you know this spot where they're too hot to hold with your hand or gloves even you just mm-hmm. put them in there lock them into place and then use that and your hand doesn't even get hot it's awesome so it's a, yeah, cool, I know. It's a cool thing if you do braise
1: yeah and there's going to be, be people out there like oh just just use your use your hand use a glove use a pliers and i'm like i like i want to get one and and kind of demo it and i think um, you'll really like it yeah it's it's really cool because i've done all those things i use my pliers to hold the the little stub sure. or I'm there, like like okay. Once it gets too hot, I'm just gonna like let it go, right? You're trying to get every last piece of uh, your brazing rod, and now that you have a, a basically a holder for it, then you can feed any any little stubs that you guys um, the, have left over
0: t- 20 yeah. inches of it too. Just put it through the end, and then you're just feeding it through there. But yeah. this is the thing, Adrian, is that yeah, and you know, you said it. Somebody's out there going to say, you know, <laughs> what's wrong with my pliers? And I'm going to tell them nothing's wrong with your pliers at all, except they are going to get hot and yeah. they're going to move up to your, you know, into your hands. But the other thing is, is that why not buy a cool tool? We all love tools.
1: Mm-hmm. This
0: is another tool. And this is a, really this is the first tool that I've come up with. And I've got a whole lot of other ideas, but this is a really cool tool that I've come up with and I really like it. And, uh, and the other thing about it is uh, this, you know, guys tell me all the time, well, you know, I always take those little pieces and I just melt them together till I have a, a long string of them. And I said, well, how much gas are you using when you do that? I mean, come much, on. We're trying to save yeah. some money here, not waste <laughs> money. Uh,
1: so. Yeah, and that, that they don't think about all that, because even with the press tool that that uh they're like, oh, that it, it costs money, right? The couplings and all that. And I'm like, you know, you got to refill your your. Torch tanks right like that stuff's not free either like there, there's there's always a cost but um, yeah, yeah yeah even with that when you when you kind of daisy link them together like you got to do it somewhere safe too i mean we're gonna do it you're usually in a customer's house or a rest yeah. like I, I deal with restaurants i'm not going to be burning the floor or whatever then but- somebody has them, to hold it for you while you put it together i mean there's different things but you're right
0: though a lot of the techs they don't think about it because you know they're not necessarily paying for the uh silphos that's expensive right now i mean it's been, oh, yeah. it's more expensive now than really it's ever been and um and so the idea behind that is is simple if you end up having three inches of a rod left and it's burning your hand so you throw it on the ground how much Did that cost right there to the company that you're working for, or you as a new business owner? You know how much does that cost? And then you've got what hundreds of these things that just get tossed over time, so thousands (laughs) and thousands of dollars.
1: Yeah, it's stuff that you don't think about, and it's like you said, it's just a cool tool. Tool, and I'm one. Like I was, I was doing a a job recently, and I recorded it for for my channel and whatever. And I was like, I feel. I feel kind of lazy. I feel kind of uh like guilty that I that I have so many tools now that make my job easier. And it's just that I'm <laughs> I'm a little older, I'm a little wiser, right? Like I want everything easy to carry or makes it, you know, easier to do and sometimes people have that old mentality where it's like no, you got to do it the hard way, but it's you don't have to. Like just buy yeah. the tool, you know.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: Um is there so then then you're working on other stuff i, I assume it, you're writing down some some ideas and you got uh more tools you want to put out there
0: yeah i'm actually uh you know half the time now i'm inundated with uh you know all you guys you know sending me ideas uh, for trade fox and stuff that are coming through me or coming through josh mm. and um you know it's just it's exciting the, you know it's exciting to see all these cool ideas that are coming um you know coming around that very well could turn into the next winning product. So behind the scenes, I'm working on my own stuff that, uh, that, yeah, I, I hope to introduce some more things that uh, will make everybody's lives easier.
1: Do you have like uh, prototypes of all that stuff or like, how far are you with those?
0: Uh, still in the creation
1: phase. Yeah. Okay. And but that. Go ahead. That's a, and that's a cool thing. Cause the, the whole trade Fox, um, it it makes it makes it easier for you to get good ideas um, made into actual tools that you can get so that's really cool
0: how hard it is to go from an idea in your head to an actual product on the shelf and produced and 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 being produced properly um you know you probably maybe you remember uh robert had a, a tough time because uh
1: yeah once
0: once it hit the market it was oversold like that. The jumper King was out of stock everywhere and you couldn't get it while we were yeah. trying to get more product, you know, to the uh, distributor. So,
1: yeah. And cool. I've talked to him and I've talked to him just about the whole process because he went through different routes uh, of doing it. But now that that trade Fox is a thing and, and they're taking ideas and helping people put that out there. Like it, it's not, it's not a for sure thing. It's not a fast track by any means, right? You need to have the good the the idea, and um, I'll, I'll, the more you can give them, the um, the better that your uh, that the process will be. But like, at least it's there to where you can kind of uh, get a little jump start if you need it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not a guaranteed thing, and you know your idea yeah. may be a seller, but it also has to be a seller. It it has to be something that is gonna gonna take off
1: really yeah, to really awesome. be
0: successful you know
1: yeah I can't wait to see you know what else you got going on there man and Definitely. I think Robert too said he was working on some other stuff i think yep. I think that's really cool I uh I think I've been I've been on that side a little bit um but it's because I, I deal with a uh, veto pro pack so I got to help them uh, do a little designing here and there and now that kind of got my Gears going right, and I'm like, okay, I need to just write down everything that I've ever thought of, right? And that's my first step: getting everything on paper, and then I can get it, get it going, and and maybe you know, one day we'll we'll get it that far.
0: That's good. Yeah, it happens.
1: <laughs> All right, man. Um, I don't know if you want to close out with anything. Uh, we we've we're going over an hour now, but oh, your yeah. your business, um. Uh, it's a really interesting story. Like you started this on your own, you got it to where it is now. I can imagine how hard it was for you, but you, like what, well, let me ask you this, what kept you going and didn't, what, how come you didn't get scared off? Because like you said, there's a David versus Goliath um, theme here because the stuff that you were trying to get into, there was already other manufacturers that had been around a long time, like set, set in place.
0: Adrian, you know, I mean, I a lot of people can say it was just, you know, the blind duck. You know, I was out there just working my ass off, no, no real idea what kind of people I was up against. But uh, I will tell you this: no matter what, um, it's uh, tenacity, tenacity and determination, because it, uh, you know, there are plenty of times that I could have given up. There are plenty of times when. You know, you walk into the uh, you know the office of the vice president of one of these other companies, and they have your orange canister sitting on their desk, which you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you know the orange canister on Tiger. I grab mine; it's hooked to the wall there. But um, <laughs> you, you know, you walk in there and you realize these guys have you on their radar. Mm. They're paying attention to what you're doing. They're watching what you're doing, and you know, they they're the kind of companies that could, um, you know, with the flick of a wrist gobble us up at any time. You know what I mean? And that scares me. Yeah. So tenacity and determination.
1: <laughs> uh, that's awesome, man. And um, I know, like you said, you, you've been around the community for a long time on Instagram and, and all these uh, uh, social media guys. I, I'm assuming you saw how important that was, that community, because um, a lot of businesses just want to, like I said earlier, like they want to push the product in front of you. They don't really care um, too much. But it seems like you are more worried about leaving like a legacy versus just being a business that pops up and is like, here, here's my product and I don't care about anything else. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Talk about an assist! That's a layup right there. <laughs> wow, you just really set me up for a, a good closing, didn't you? Um, yeah, man, this has been a lot of fun. This hour went by really quick, and I'm going to tell you this has been a lot of fun, Adrian. I appreciate you having me on the uh, on your podcast. Um, to I guess if what you're asking us for a few final words, is you know if you if you have the opportunity to come to AHR uh, this year in Chicago, please do it. You know, make the effort because Sometimes just seeing these guys on Instagram, whether we're cultivating a community of people together and, you know, supporting an idea like we did with uh, Ben at HVAC Tactical and really helped him to, to build that, you know, idea into what it is today. Um, whether it's, it's just pushing you guys from behind the scenes, it makes a big difference showing up and actually putting faces to, you know, the names the Instagram handles, if you will. And our community is a strong one. Our community is one where, you know, we all, I really believe, care that everybody does well and everybody, you know, succeeds. Um, Whether you're getting paid for it or not, it, uh, you know, it's a, it's that takes you out of your day-to-day grind and gives you something else to think about, something else to have fun with. And, uh, and the reality behind it is, uh, I think it elevates our uh, industry. It elevates our techs. It elevates the manufacturers of products like solder weld that come out and say, okay, we need to do a better job supporting these guys because they're smarter, they work harder and they, uh, you know, they need us to support them better.
1: That's awesome, man. And that was my legacy. Yeah. (laughs) And that was my, that was uh, another point that I was going to make is, is Like you said, you go out there, you meet all these people, and it elevates everybody because I feel like a lot of people in this community, um, whether it's online, if you get to go to HR, you know, even better, um, everybody motivates everybody. And then I feel like everybody leaves the award show and the the, uh, HR expo motivated to do better and to help others do better.
0: Agreed. (laughs) Agreed.
1: All right, man. Well, I appreciate you for doing the 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 show, coming on, making the time. Like I said, I know, uh, well, you say you're not as busy, but I know you're busy. I know you got things to do. I know uh, <laughs> Soderwald is, is uh, doing big things right now, and I hope to see more, man.
0: Hey, thank you very much. I really appreciate your time, too. Thanks, Adrian. All
1: thank right. You. So everybody uh, watching and listening, I will see you guys. Thank you.